Hmm. We are back with another one, folks. And this is one of those too good to be true types of clickbaity kind of titles. I know. Three hours a week, make 400K in revenue. Come on. But my friend here, Matt, is going to show you how. And it's not probably as far-fetched as you might think. And it's a lifestyle that people, when you see it, that lifestyle that they show you, da, 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 this is it. This is it. It's going to show you how. This is going to be great for you if you want to really understand how that can happen for you. Here we go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one here. It is The Authority Project. I'm Brian Arnold here, your host, and we are here with my new good friend here, Matt Yeas. He is here. He says to help us work only three hours a week, three hours a week, while still making 400K per month. Is that right, Matt? That is true. You can do it. Well, we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> well, I mean, can... listen, you have to have a business. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. So we yeah. shall see here on this next episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back, peoples. It is the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I am here again with Matthew Hayes. I'm sorry, I keep saying Hayes. Matthew Yeas. Matt Yeas, please. My whole life, everyone messes it up. You <laughs> see, like people put in like an L, a Z, Q. They just make it up. It's, my whole life. Apologies, my friend. Apologies. All right. So, so how are you doing today? How's it going? I, I'm good, man. I I have no complaints. Right. Living the dream. Most. Days. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. That's great. So let's talk about first of all before we dive in who Matt Yeas is. Who are you personally and then professionally? So uh, I think personally, I'm a, I guess I'm a serial entrepreneur. I think at this point, it almost is my identity. But snowboarder, do it. I'm a kiteboarder. I'm, I'm terrible at it, but I love it. I travel a lot, not during COVID, but normally with my wife. Yeah. And we spend most of our time in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. So right in the mountains, eight minutes from the ski lift, eight minutes from the beach. Love it. Yeah, that's wonderful. Wonderful. That's okay. Well, I'm here um, freezing my butt off here in Boston. And I apologize if you hear any mad wind. It's supposed to be like 50, 50 miles per hour winds over here. So just look out for that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, what, what is your current project at the moment that you yeah. want to share here? So in the middle of the pandemic, right? So this is a lot of lessons unpacked there, why I started. But in the middle of the pandemic, I decided to start an outsourcing agency connecting workers in the Philippines with people in the United States and just really high quality people, not the $5 an hour stuff you see all over LinkedIn. And I focus all my time helping entrepreneurs grow just by getting better people. And it's not, honestly, it's not rocket science. Just I have a different twist. Awesome. Awesome. And lastly, take us through your daily routine if you have yeah. one. 
So I really don't. I mean, I can tell you the only thing that is really typical every day, I do two things. One, I have a meet, a stand-up meeting with my team. Two, I get an update from all my businesses from my chief of staff. And she just tells me, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to do. Here's what I need from you. Go have a, d- a good day. Honestly, <laughs> half the week these days, I'm snowboarding. I, mean, I, just, I, just, I like I I want to be honest with you like yeah, hey, you know, that's, only like seven but like half the days I'm just snowboarding because I have a team to do stuff yeah. and I think that's like the thing as entrepreneurs that it's you listen we all are perfectionists we all think oh we're special truth is we're not and there's no famous successful person we're not famous successful person who, who's an entrepreneur who did it on their own there's not one and so just build that team preach. Preach. I like it. I like it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's dive into this three hours of work, 4K, yeah. 400K a month topic here, because I, yeah. I want to see the big reveal on this. Is this really real, Matt? Um, yeah. So it's a clickbait title, if, I, if, I, if yeah. I'm about to be honest, but is it attainable for everyone? Can we all do it? Okay. So first things first, you have, have, a, have to have a business that makes up money. Right. I mean, so it's not like the internet, get rich quick. Here's 400 K you're going to make it a month. I saw one recently that was make $300 by doing nothing with Google maps. I was like, it was on YouTube, like in my YouTube feed. I was like, (laughs) no one's making 300 a day by doing nothing. You're doing something. But so you have to have a business first and foremost. The secret is how to have a large business. And it's not really a secret how to have a large business but not have to work. That's where the secret sauce is. So whether you're making 10K a month or 400, there's a way to do it so you're not sitting there getting crushed every day, right? Yeah. And here's the origin story. So I have an e-commerce company. I bought it about five years ago. And it was, I for three and a half years, I worked 14 hours a day. I was a dog, man. I was a slave. And it was terrible. It was terrible. Like I mean, this business, like, you know, you talk about people, like they just get crushed by their business. And that was me. And so I had these people who worked for me in the Philippines. I started outsourcing, experimenting, figuring out how to work. And what happened was we were going to China and my wife said to me, she goes, why don't you hire some of the Philippines to work for you, to run your whole business? And she's like, I really don't want you working on this vacation. So it wasn't, I said, honey, you can't really do this. It's not, you can't find that talent. And she looks at me, are you married, Brian? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So you'll know this look. Yes, I do. Poor man. Poor man. Right. Uh, it's a hundred million people. You'll find one person. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You will. So, you're right. It's a good point. Yeah. So it was like, you're sitting here and I was like, all right, honey, Jess, you don't know what you're talking about. And so what happened was. I spent two months, 500 resumes, 100 interviews, whittled it down. And I found someone who, her name is Angelica. She was chief of staff for a hundred person company. And I convinced her to work for my six person company at the time. And all I did was tap the global market for better talent. I did at a small entrepreneur, what someone like Citibank and all these big companies do. Yeah. And what the secret to, and so here's why that happened. Once I was, so in the United States, there's be 150,000 a year person, which I couldn't afford. And the secret was you tap the global market, stop thinking we're special. And within one week, she had an 80% right. We went to China. There were no issues. 
within six weeks, I went from 14 to three hours a day because, well, I levered my time, but I levered my time with the right person, which is different. It's not just getting someone. I got the right person and I went from, I reduced my time by 11 hours a day. And truthfully, I work one hour a week on that business now. And that's the truth. And that's what happens. And then the business, 4,000 orders a month, one hour a week. Not so bad. So, yeah. So that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. So I want to go dip down to one of my other questions here. So starting with that though, how do you start with getting that person? What, what was your process for that? Where did you look? Did you go to somebody that you already know? Did you Google it and say, hey, let me yeah. start searching? What was your process on that? So the first thing is, and this is the number one mistake, okay? So if all the people here can just listen to this, the number one mistake, everyone, including myself, when I first learned how to outsource, the number one mistake people make is they don't write a job description. What are you going to have these people do? So before you know where to go, yeah, that's, that, that's actually not that hard, right? Google. What are you having them do? And the simple way to figure that out is divide your day into two categories, strategic and tactical. Just boom, take a piece of paper, write a line down the middle, old school, okay. strategic, tactical, strategic. Everything that requires Brian's knowledge and experience, AKA makes you money. Right. Tactical, everything else. That would include, let's use your podcast as things. Everything from booking a guest to any conversations, to post-production, to follow-up, to upgrading your subscription on StreamYard. I mean, you name it. Uh, right. you know, and anything else, anything, right? That's tactical. Project management of others, that's not strategic. That's tactical. For me, this makes you money, makes me money. For you, this makes you money. You're getting your audience. And once you do that, write a job description. If you never wrote a job description, you can find one on the internet. It's really not that hard. You're just selling your job, your company. Once you do that, and you're like, okay, this is, uh, this makes sense. Show it to someone else who's not you, or maybe a significant other, or a friend, whatever, to make sure it, you're not, you know, it's legible, like it makes sense. And then give it to, then you go, I went to an online Filipino job forum that's known for a lot of people, but low quality, but that's the only place I knew. And it turns out I got lucky that I got someone so high quality, but that's what I did. And I just ground it out for two months. You can go to Upwork, right? That's another one. Very famous place. Again, you have other things about the platform you have to learn, but yeah. you know, then you go start the interview process. Okay. So the, yeah, I, I think there there are several there are several out there. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. But I think the first thing that pops up in everyone's mind when they're contemplating this is cost. People are yeah. afraid of getting into the hiring thing. What if they screw up your baby? You know, your crowning achievement of a business. Man, what, what happened? Why do yeah. this? Why why let go in, to somebody that you don't know that you don't, you're, just, you're afraid that they might mess up this good thing that you have going on already? All right, here's my mantra. Okay, and I say this to myself, and I'm telling you, it's not easy. Mm. You're not special. You're not special. Like, that's just what it comes <laughs> down that. to. <laughs> <laughs> <No problem. laughs> stop. Like just stop. You're not special, right? Yeah. And once you really internalize that, right, you realize. Most everything you do, it, it can be done by someone else and they're not going to screw it up. Okay. Are they going to make, do everything as perfect as you? Maybe not, but they're going to do some things better than you. Yeah. And that's how you make more money. So if you're afraid of success, if you're afraid of your business growing, if you want to just 
work 14 hours a day, don't hire anyone. Or if you don't want any of that and you want to be successful, you want to make more money and you want to grow, go get someone to do a lot of these tasks and just say it, I'm not special. And it's amazing what will happen when someone's focused for eight hours a day on all the stuff you hate and never got to business for. Mm. Stick with that, because that's my next question about about burnout, because it's a real thing. Burnout is a real thing for many entrepreneurs who are still grasping with doing it all themselves. Tell us more about why it's so important to get out of that type of um, positioning for yourself so that you're delegating more of your time and your work to others. Sure. And then I'll touch on the cost because there's another way to look at how much money you're spending. I have a very different way of looking at it. So let's talk about burnout. I'll use myself as an example. I'm a grinder, right? Mm. I wasn't working 14 hours a day because, oh my God, what was me? I'm working 14 hours a day. I'm like, yeah, I'm grinding it out. This is what (laughs) (laughs) I Listen, I'm 45 years old. I know who I am at this point in life. I hope I do. And so I'm just grinding it out. And, you know, like the truth is my quality of work suffers, right? So if you're grinding it out and I've grounded out my whole life. So this is like point, your quality of work suffers, your personal life suffers. In my case, my marriage was suffering. Listen, relationships suffer, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to grow and grind it out. (laughs) I'm being serious. Yeah. Your bit, but most importantly, your business will suffer because yeah. you're not focused on the one thing that's the mo- that's most important: growth. That's it. You have to look. You have to at a certain level. Ever when I say this to people, they always think like I'm talking about. Well, execution is really important, and I'm going to have better operations. But the truth is. Right? Of course, that's important. Yes, that's table stakes. You can't have bad operations. You have to do your job. Of course. Yeah. But <laughs> if, like, if you're if like focused on tactical nonsense, right? Mm. How are you actually going to grow your business? And that was my mistake. When I hired Angelica, what happened? First of all, I felt guilty after six weeks. Like, what the heck do I do all day? But I was able to focus <laughs> on strategy. Yeah. New vendor acquisition in my case, and then other business, right? People strategy. Oh, wait, magically, what happened? The business started to grow. I mean, then COVID hit and it's in weddings. So you can, you know, that's a whole nother story. But, right. you know, it's, you, you think about that, right? Like that's, you need to focus on the right things, man. Awesome. Awesome. So how do we start then as far as when we look? Do you think the approach that you took, finding just the one person first? Should we try to find a, a list of people who do different things for to build a small little team? What is, what is the blueprint that you think is the best in your experience with yourself and others that you're, you've helped since you've started? So I'll tell you what I did at first and I'll tell you what I've learned. Okay, sure. Okay? So what I did at first for e-commerce business is I started with the lowest paid person first. I'm just going to get someone there. I call it the myth of the $5 an hour VA. Okay. If you <laughs> actually think that someone you're paying in another country for $5 an hour is going to change your life, you're smoking crack. And so like, Okay, so and, that's and, what and, I did. You know, before that, tell, tell us what that looks like when you did that. I, can we, can you do yeah, that? Tell so, us what that looks like. Sure. So here's the truth about a $5 an hour virtual assistant or really any help overseas. What everyone stop, forgets is how much management time it takes to manage the person, mm. right? So now let's just say you're at $100 an hour your, your time. You manage them for 30 hours a month. 
Now, every hour, because it's your time plus their time, is $105 you're spending on a $5 an hour task. <laughs> it equates roughly to 27 an hour, some, somewhere around that 20 an hour. So you're spending 20 an hour for something you thought you were paying five. And right. so at lower levels of talent, like more junior people, you're getting people right out of college. The you think They can go like this, like that's it. They're just straight ahead. Oh no, there's a deviation. There's nothing you can do. And, you know, and it's just, it's not their fault. They're just junior, right? Right. So I did that. And it was, I mean, that's part of the reason I was working all this time, by the way, it's because I built a team like this and they're asking me questions and I had systems in place, but it's just constant questions that I wasn't, that just that I had to do because it was me. Now, what I've realized is that's the wrong strategy, but that's the strategy the entire industry pushes. Yeah. The right strategy is hire the highest paid person first. Why? First of all, let's talk. What are we talking about here? We're talking 16 to 20 an hour. And that's what we charge to a client for someone really high quality who you can offload work. It really depends what you want, right? Let me ask, what, yeah. what, what does that equate to in, as a U.S. employee? When you say, let's, when you say that kind of, kind of, what does that equate to here? In the, in the 100 States. to 150,000 a year. Oh, wow. That level of employee. So at 20 bucks an hour, I'll get you someone who was $150,000. Wow. So, okay. I mean, so you're talking about, so the, the most incredible person I hired, uh, well, I shouldn't say the most incredible, he, the most senior person I hired to a client was 27 an hour and he ran a 2,000 person division. So think of the scope of that. I mean, wow. Yeah. More senior than me. This guy's more successful. Gotcha. Yeah. And this guy's like strategic thinker and ran a BPO company and he's brilliant. But so, but typically for a client, it's like 16, 17 to 20 for someone really high quality who can change your life. Yeah. And so that's, you know, you start thinking about that, right? That is, you hire that person, you work with them. Now, if you don't have systems already, they can work with you to develop them. And you build out the structure of your business with them doing it. Everyone's always worried they're not going to want to do, they call it level one work in the Philippines, which is they're doing work. They're not just managing. It's not true. They will be, they're happy to do it. They love working for U.S. companies. And so they help you build it. Now, when you need more help, okay, like I have this concept I do in my company called firing yourself, meaning okay. you should look at your job and fire yourself every three months from it, meaning push it down to someone to build a pyramid, push it down, give it to someone else so you can focus on a higher level task. So now you're going to fire that person from certain tasks. You get them, but they, when you hire a more junior person, they're going to manage them, not you. So all this cultural, these cultural things, like they need more help or the way they ask questions, how to get the best out of them, you don't have to deal with. Not that you don't want to talk to them, not that you're a bad person, not that you're never going to speak to them. Day-to-day -day management is not your responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. that's how you, and then boom, you slot in more junior people. And you interface, I interface with one person every single day. That's not true. I, I talk a daily stand-up for 15 minutes, but- Beyond that, I don't talk to any member of my team whatsoever except for one person, okay? So internally, we have roughly 20 people. So total companies like 70, something like that now. So I only talk to between two companies, those 20 people, between two companies, I talk to one person. That's my chief of staff. She quarterbacks it all for me. And she has other people, managers that, to help her with stuff.
But what that allows me to do is free up the back and forth, the busyness every single day. And I just get to have conversations like this. That sounds fantastic, Matt. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. However, when people think about this, I just want to go back into this. When should people think about really diving into this? Like, yeah. when does it seem, okay, now I'm doing all this now, I'm starting this business. When should they be like looking to really taking this step in doing this? If you're, yeah. So if you, okay. So I, when you first start a business, any business, in this case, even my offshoring business, I, I happen to have someone who worked for me. So right away, we split up the tasks. I did all the onshore stuff, sales, marketing, visioning. She did like the hiring and, you know, recruiting and that kind of stuff. So, right. right so you could say she's my business partner. The second we were taken up, like all the tasks we were doing started impeding our ability to grow. We hired. Mm, yeah. That's it. So let's just say for the sake of discussion, this is your podcast. You're making all this money millions of dollars. It's coming from heaven, right? You're famous. Now, all of a sudden you're doing all these things that are taking away from you making money. That's stopping you like, oh my God, I couldn't follow up with this guest. I couldn't get this thing done. Now you should do it before then. Once you start seeing that's going to happen, but let's just say you're like most people, you wait till it happens. Then you should actually hire someone. So I was on a, I was uh, talking to someone recently and he said, it's when the pain of change is less than the pain of continuing. So when it's more painful to continue the way you are than change or it's stopping your growth, then you get right. somebody else you, you hire. And, and most people will then say to back to the money thing, which is, oh my God, it's so expensive, $30,000, $40,000 a year, whatever. Don't think of it like that. Think of it as a few thousand a month, which I'm not saying is not a lot of money, especially when it's your own. But within three months of getting rid of all these tasks, if you're not growing and that's not paid for called four months, maybe there's a problem with your business yeah, where yeah. something else is going on and you need to really think about your business because $3,000 should, if, if it's a, as it's really growth investment because it's freeing you up to grow, that $3,000 should pay for itself fivefold. Mm, gotcha. That's great. That's great. I have just a couple more questions here. And I think it's just, I just want to really dig into the people who are, who are listening to you right now. And they're still yeah. saying, they're still saying, but three hours of work, they're still scratching their heads. Can you tell them, have you run into people like that where they still don't, still don't think that this is possible for them, how it can be such a, a great thing for them to really dive into this, this concept? Well, I mean, what's your job? So what is your job as an entrepreneur? Is your job to actually do day-to-day -day work? So it took me a while <laughs> to realize that. What's your job? Yeah. Yeah. No, your job is to think about how to grow. So my job as CEO of my e-commerce business with 10 people, thousands of orders a month is not to manage the team. My job is to set direction. The truth is I need, and this is now I need one hour a week to do that. That's it. I don't need to do anything else day to day, right? Yeah. In my outsource. So that's that business in my outsourcing business. Okay. What's my job right now? My job is to do marketing and to grow and to do this. In the next four to six months, I'm going to have a salesperson. I'll have to do podcasts. So in marketing like this, I'm going to have a marketer. And my job is going to be to meet with the team, give direction. That's it. The only other thing I will do is talk to people like you, which is, it's, I mean, essentially, honestly, this is marketing. We both know. And yeah. so talk to people like you, which is the 
highest and best use of my time. So if I did five podcasts a week, that's five hours a week, I need to be on, I need to work. And then another two to three hours, and let's just say if it's even five more hours, just say an hour a day giving direction to the team. What else am I doing? Literally, (laughs) I, I don't know. Like live the dream. <laughs> no, but what else do I do? Because I've yeah. structured it yeah. properly. If they, my job, if I, as an entrepreneur, I believe our job is to structure a business to run without us, like to, so you get the right people in place to execute, right? Yeah. yeah. At first, that's not the case. Look, listen, I mean, I'm still working. I'm, I'd be lying to you if I work in this outsourcing business. I don't work one hour a week or three hours a week. I work a lot more. But in the next four to six months, if I am working 40 hours a week, I failed because that means I'm not getting the right people, right? Mm-hmm. At the point it's all, soon in enough, it's going to be 100 to 150 person, it might be a 150 person company this year. If, if I don't have salespeople, what am I doing? If I don't have marketers, what am I doing? And if I have those people, then they're doing their job. All I have to do is say, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Go about my day, read, think about how to grow the business. And that's really it. And you can do that. Every entrepreneur can do it. They just need to let go, right? It doesn't matter the size of the business. Look, if you're a VC-backed company and making a billion dollars, okay, it's different. Okay, fine, I get it, right? <laughs> but 96% of companies in the United States make less than a million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, way. You just have to tackle. That's how you do it. Build your business and get experts around the world they will help you make more money and as a as a consequence get out of your business awesome awesome okay so i have only have one last question and i access of all of my guests sure. and it goes something like this matt there are people on here who are listening to you they're watching you and they want to be or have similar interests similar journeys as you goals and interests and they want to do some of the things that you're doing helping people build their business helping them scale might quite possibly help them with the business that, that you're running right now. Can you tell them just in your own words how they can become an authority in this space? Now put you front and center. Yeah. So what I would say is for any space, be authentic, be yourself, work at your craft. For me, I I, I basically built a business on with outsourcing, and now I'm helping doing it for others by leveraging my own experience. Everybody is an expert at something. You're an expert at being you. Just think about your skill set. Think about what you do and then talk to the world about it. You'll be authentic and I can guarantee people will start to turn to you for help with what makes you special. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And that's all I have. This was great, man. <laughs> this is great. I don't think, I don't think anyone who's... Who, will see this episode or watch it or listen to it later, will not get it. Will not get it. You have this has to happen. You know, confident that you cannot stay a solopreneur and think you're gonna continue being an entrepreneur the, the way you've always dreamed of, the way you desired. So I'm glad you, you got that point across. Please, please tell us where they can find you or or you can help them after this show. Yeah. So go to extendyourteam.com. You have it there. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Messages will get answered. You can also book on on the website. You can book a call with me. Okay. No obligation. Even if you just have questions, hey, Matt, I'm buried. I'm not going to try to sell you. If you don't, like if you just, I, I, honestly, 
I, I, I try to, I tell people all the time, I don't sell like this. I'm just telling you, offering you a better way, but I'm not going to even try to sell you. If you have questions on how to do it, I'm stuck. How do I think about it? We only do full-time people, but if you don't need full-time, I can always point you in the right direction to talk to someone, some people I know and just, yeah, go to the website, reach out to me or LinkedIn. That's it guys. That's awesome stuff. People, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Three hours of work. This guy really is, is it, is it one hour, one hour work really on, on one of those? Oh, no, business, 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 one hour a week. That's it. Oh, wow. I don't, wow. Yeah, I did nothing. No, honestly, bro, there's nothing for me to do. Like, I just don't have anything to do. I shouldn't say that to my team because they work. But. People. That's that's reality living the dream. Okay, that's that's not Will Ferrell living the dream. That's that's Matt Yeh's living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not Tim Ferriss. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Not rich the real. Yeah, he's the real deal, guy. This is the real thing. So, people, please connect with him. Go to extendyourteam.com. Check him out on LinkedIn. He's a real guy. He's a real dude. Just check him out. Yeah, he, he obviously has plenty of time to answer your questions. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that. Like I, said, <laughs> I do. I do. After I go snowboarding, I'll do it. After right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so do that, people. Go there and, like I always say, go to them and then go to my little big little thing here called theauthorityletter.com and get on that three-part video. We have a three-part video series to help you build your authority platform. And from the inside out, that's what I'm saying now. Build it from the inside out and really grab a hold of what you want to do in life and what you want to be. And I have videos that, that I can, I have videos and I, I write to you every week. So get on that. So it's, it's, it's a real deal, real, really good stuff. And we're building a community there. So that's it for me. People, thank you so much for being on this one again. Remember, 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 build it, share it, and they will come. And that's all you got to do. All right, take care, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.